Trail Runners, welcome to Chasing Gold, where we are chatting with some of the front runners coming to the Javelina 100 this year, hoping to grab themselves one of the two coveted golden tickets into the Western States Endurance Run in 2023. Today, we are welcoming Matt Daniels to the show. Matt runs with Nike and is also sponsored with Squirrels Nut Butter. He is a winner of the Black Canyon 100K. He has a fourth place at Western States, recently fifth at the Broken Arrow Sky Race, and a very impressive 311 Trail 50K at the Bear Chase. Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot for having me, Scott. Absolutely. The first thing I'm going to have a true or false question for you is on that Western States 2019 run. Matt, true or false, you consumed roughly one pound of deli ham during that run. Uh, false. Uh, yeah, that was false. <laughs> All right. David told me maybe he saw you eating a lot of deli ham during the run, told me to bring it up. Uh, Bear Chase, 50K trails. What was that, two, three weeks ago, and just blazing at about six-minute pace? How'd that event go for you? Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, it, it was, I guess, probably about three, yeah, about three weeks ago. Um, just kind of right in the middle of some heavy heavy training, a big mileage week, and David just suggested, let's, uh, you know, for your long run, let's go out and do a local 50K. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of racing at altitude, but I said, all right, let's do it, instead of going out and doing, you know, 30 miles in the dirt roads here, so... Um, yeah, it turned out well. Kept it pretty, pretty controlled effort, surprisingly, and uh, found my fitness was uh, in a lot better spot than I had uh, planned for it to be. So, yeah, it was a good confidence boost. Wow. Yeah, that's what he had mentioned to me that the that the goal was for you to go out at a re relaxed effort and to throw down a 3:11. That's awesome. Uh, I've been to that that event, the Beer Chase. Um, so it's definitely runnable. It's definitely trails and just like Javelina, it's a very very runnable course. So. Yeah, that's got to be a big confidence booster going into going into race day. How about like the last outside of that race, the last four ish weeks of training? Like, what does that typically look like for you? How many days a week are you running? What are you doing for say key workouts? How does all that shape up? Sure. Yeah, um, been running about six days a week, uh, one rest day. Just kind of, you know, I'm not getting any younger, so give the body some some extra rest. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, been averaging anywhere from like probably 95 to right around 130 miles a week on any given week. Um, this build's been a little bit different because I've come off of a big uh, build for CCC. So I was in the mountains a lot, um, I guess, early, you know, early summer into um, through August. And so a lot more kind of runnable terrain, been up on Magnolia Road a lot for all my workouts, just um, kind of getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh, sure doing a lot of back-to-back -back long runs, that sort of thing too. So um, yeah, everything's kind of come into place, just finding my stride back more into my uh, my wheelhouse, which is, you know, runnable terrain and um, kind of that marathon background type, type effort stuff. Sure. And how did CCC go for you? 
um, it was it, so. I guess in the grand scheme of things, it, it uh, went really well. Um, I felt I felt great. Was in um, good position when I wanted to be. I actually uh, took a wrong turn myself, and another runner took a wrong turn oh. right around 35, 36 miles in the race, and we went about um, almost two miles off course. It was like a mile and three quarters off course, and uh, that kind of you know. Um, <laughs> It was a little demoralizing, I guess you could say. And then after that, uh, it was just kind of like work on picking people off and um, got a little bit uh, excited um, trying to pick people off again and was a little reckless and took a nasty fall uh, going into Treant um, and ended up uh, dropping out there. Just uh, didn't think it was worth it to continue on in the state that I was in. So, um, again, it was confidence boost. The, the way I felt was really good for most of the race. Um, but yeah, immediately after that, it was like, okay, what's next? Havelina sounds like the right thing to do. So um, here we are. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and so how do the workouts change? Like, obviously, Magnolia Road, for those that don't know, it is in Boulder. It is a long uphill road. That sounds like you're hitting up the Gold Hill Road as well. Uh, maybe Kyle Patari made that, that road a little famous with his downhill sub-four-minute mile many years ago. Um, but obviously you're pushing high intensity, right, on that uphill. Is that is that the same approach? Like, are you doing similar workouts, getting ready for CCC as you are here at Havelina? Uh, it's been quite a bit different, actually. Um, I think this has been more kind of um, just steadier efforts. Uh, my training for CCC was a lot of steep climbing, a lot more technical running. Um, I didn't do – the workouts I did do weren't very intense. Uh, here I'm kind of more – um, raising my threshold a little bit, knowing that a lot of Havelina is going to be, you know, fast paced. You're, you're looking at, um, I think to qualify, we're probably going to have to be running somewhere under 745 miles for the majority of the race. And, um, you know, be able to, to kind of sustain that sort of effort for a long period of time takes a lot of uh, um, kind of higher end work that not necessarily dipping into a lot of speed, but just um, that, that sort of grind at a, at a pace that's comfortable but a little uncomfortable at the same time rather than getting out there on those those steep trails and hammering out you know hill intervals and, and that sort of thing so it's changed up a little bit sure yeah probably a lot of work around aerobic threshold and just sustaining that for for long periods and what about on race day obviously you know it's a hut race you've been out here for black canyon you've had success uh, and while those courses are slightly different, there's a lot of similarities, right? We can probably assume race days going to be in the 80s to 90. Black Canyon gets into the 80s. Um, so how does the strategy play out in terms of fueling and nutrition? Are you doing anything different because of the heat? Uh, and how does that how does that look on race day? Yeah, no, I won't be changing up too much. Uh, I think uh, for me, I like to kind of stick to what's worked in the past. I recently I've, I've actually um, had some problems with uh, taking in certain gels in training runs and not being able to uh, hold it down. And so I've gone more towards uh, like, I guess a liquid diet for uh, my, my longer runs and that sort of thing. I'll probably consume um, a few, you know, whole foods and stuff throughout, maybe even some ham. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. It, uh, in terms of heat management, it's going to be, uh, I haven't like spent a lot of extra time in the sauna this go around. I, I did, I tried doing that before 2019 Western and I'm sitting in the sauna with Chris Mako for, uh, we were supposed to be in there for 15 or 20 minutes and 
if anybody knows Chris Mako, he gets to talking a lot. And we ended up being there for 45 <laughs> minutes. And I got out of it and immediately passed out. And that was wow. two weeks before West State and just did me in. And so I've been a little bit traumatized since that. So I, I go into races that are hot more or less thinking, okay, I'll manage it with ice and keeping myself cool and that sort of thing rather than trying to uh, add too much stress in the buildup. So yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> sure. And what about that icing strategy? Obviously, you know, right, it's a, it's a looped course where you get to see a crew just once per loop, once per 20 miles. Um, so you're going to mainly, there's plenty of ice on course for all runners. So is that something that you have a strategy going in that you'll hit maybe every other aid station with ice? Are you using an ice bandana on the neck or are you just trying to keep clothes wet? How does that look? Yeah, we'll see. I think, um, you know, I th probably ice bandana for sure. Um, sometimes that can get a little bit annoying too, though, with the bouncing and that sort of thing. So I think I'll kind of just... Um, you know, see how body temperature is. I want to keep it cool from the get go. So it'll probably be, you know, just keeping myself wet, maybe having a, a hat with some ice, ice in it, um, possibly arm sleeves, not sure yet. Um, just going to kind of feel it out and have the opportunity to make adjustments as I need to. Um, I'm pretty confident in the heat. I grew up in Texas, so I spent a lot of, a lot of time in the heat when I was younger and uh, getting started running. And so uh, a lot of it will just kind of be um, judging how I'm feeling and what, what the weather's doing throughout the day. Sure. And have you have you been out on the course before? Uh, I not well. So I guess I've been out to McDowell and run those trails uh, in training when I've been out that way and visiting friends and stuff. Uh, I haven't done the full loop, but uh, pretty familiar with with what the trails are like and pretty excited that uh, you know it's for the most part very runnable and uh, going to be fast. Cool. Cool. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot for this one. What do you think? This is a very competitive year in that last year, Javelina was a golden ticket event, but it was kind of announced a little later. Now we've had a lot of runway going into the event, and this field is one of the most competitive 100-mile fields we've seen this year. What would you estimate is a time that's going to get one of those tickets? Um. I think it's going to take um, sub 13 hours. Um, I I say that cautiously. A lot of times when you get a lot of fast guys together, we all end up blowing up and <laughs> it ends up being a little bit slower and somebody gets away with running really fast. But, um, you know, there's a lot of really smart, savvy racers uh, that'll be there. I, you know, think about guys like Arlen and um, he's been on this course a lot. Pat Reagan, the guy's dialed in. And so um, those are the guys that, you know, you really got to worry about. There's a lot of guys with a lot of good leg speed, but a lot of uh, mature runners that have done this a lot before too. So um, I think a methodical sub-13 hour race is going to take it, uh, but we'll see. <laughs> Woo. All right. On that note, we are going to dive into the 10-question fast-paced fartlek round. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Question one, what sneakers will you be wearing at the Javelina 100? Be wearing the um, not the Alpha Flies, the Ultra Flies. It's uh, Nike Trail Shoes coming out in April. Cool. Yeah, we'll get a first look at those. All right, Javelina is known for its Halloween theme. It's on Halloween weekend. What is your most memorable Halloween costume growing up? Oh man, um, I think I was Al Gore one year when my brother <laughs> was George Bush. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, during the. Uh, presidential race that's probably my most memorable <laughs> uh, all right what about one product you wish were was at every aid station at every race that you went to what one product would help you in your racing 
Cold slice and ham. <laughs> Perfect. All right, how about someone's approaching you on the trails for regular training run. They're coming at you. Are you most likely to say, hey, hi, or howdy? Oh, um, probably hey, but uh, caveat, I've been running with uh, Drew Holman a lot uh, here in Boulder, and his go-to is howdy, howdy. It's always twice. Wow. So we've gotten into a habit where I'll say howdy, he'll say howdy, howdy, and then whoever's behind says howdy, howdy, howdy to the same person <laughs> like three times. So, um, yeah, it, it switches up. Maybe hey or howdy. <laughs> Love it. All right. Yay or nay? Candy corn. Nay. Nay. <laughs> a strong nay. What about race day breakfast? What are you going with on race day? Um, maybe a uh, bagel and probably four or five bananas. Uh, four or five bananas. Bit. <laughs> yeah. Favorite Halloween candy? Uh, maybe Milky Way, I think. You get to choose the song, walkout song, walking on to McDowell. What song is going to be playing through the speakers? Um, knocking Down Doors from Pimp C. All right. Picture this. You're getting that golden ticket. You're going to the factory. Who would you like to be giving that golden ticket to at the factory? Gene Wilder or Johnny Depp? Oh, okay. I'm a big fan of the, the original, so Gene Wilder, but uh, I'm a huge Johnny Depp fan. So um, I guess if we're – man, I guess if dreams come true, it would probably be Johnny Depp, but All I right. do like Gene Wilder. I'll just right. say that. <laughs> Last question. What place are you finishing the Javelina 100? First place. Wow. You heard it here, folks. First place. Matt, thank you very much for coming on the show. We will see you at Javelina. Well, thanks so much, Scott.